This is Catalog and Cocktails. Presented by Data.World. Well, I think with that, it's time to go to our lightning round, which is uh, presented by Data.World, the enterprise data catalog for the modern data stack. So I got question number one. First, it's kind of like a multiple choice. So we're at Snowflake Summit. Is Snowflake the new Salesforce, the new Oracle, the new Cloudera, or the new, what do you think? Uh, I, I try not label, but obviously they've got a great offering because I look at it this way, that, that the business is looking for you to bring all that data together. The fact that they're able to bring that data together, it serves as an integration point. And it actually helps from an enterprise data management because you're bringing everything together. All right, you go, Tim. All right, second question. Is Catalog really more of a platform? And when we talk about things like governance, privacy, quality, you know, data price, those are really, you're building use cases on top of that platform. Is Catalog a platform? I, I try to, uh, Catalog, uh, again, I wish I could call it something different because that's an overused word. Hmm. What would you call it? What? I would call, uh, uh, it's really a, a knowledge collaboration, something or the other, right? Because what you're trying to do, it, it, most companies' knowledge is siloed. You're trying to bring that knowledge together so that you can capture it systematically, easily. It's not all about the metadata. It's more, and maybe going back to what you're saying, I want to be able to know what is a customer? What's a valued customer? How do I get to it? It's more, more than just saying, I want to be able to look at the lineage. The catalog should be the center of your knowledge and the center of your collaboration. That's why it's got to be easy to use. Uh, I, I, I Honestly, I dislike the word data catalog because it's much more than that. And I... I, 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 don't I like, like to say data. It's a data and knowledge catalog. Say, you know, listen, everybody's got a catalog, and it becomes a buzz and all. So it's more of a collaborative, not uh, uh, knowledge transfer. All of this. All right. Uh, another question. Snowflake announced a lot of improvements to their data sharing here at the conference. Is that going to be the primary way for data provisioning? How it's going to work in the enterprise? More than that, I like what they're doing with data sharing. Because obviously uh, uh, what they've done is they've created an ecosystem where you can put all your data safely, which means then you're in the past, data sharing used to be, uh, okay, now I got the approval for data share. Now I'm going to go access it. That was a disconnected way of data sharing because one part was the approval, one part I'm going to go get the data. With Snowflake, you'll be able to actually say, I've got the approval to get this data, and I, I've got the partition of the data I can get to. So it actually makes the data sharing or data collaboration tangible. Tim, get the All last right. one. All right, ready? Um, do you believe that quality catalog compliance that these are all part of what you should what should be a combined data governance strategy or do you actually kind of think of them as uh, multiple strategies uh i look at them separately from one perspective right and i'm fortunate here I, I, on those disciplines because i've seen it fail when you're trying to go sequential so the way I look at it is every discipline 
needs to earn its keep. Don't uh, so if it's data quality, you want to be able to uh, uh, to be able to say my data quality program is working because of this, not because I integrated with the catalog, not because I uh, integrated it by my governance. My governance is succeeding, not because of quality, but it's succeeding on its own. So and that so, answers yes. Overall, it should be part of a strategy, but don't don't tie it so much together that you're spending your time on that. That makes sense. Each should succeed on its own, and it also should fail and be iterated on its own. That, that's right. Otherwise, you're spending that time on the the whole integration and saying, you know, you're basically using it as a crutch. Mm -hmm. All right, advice. we're off, we're off to our mesh minute. Peter, you have one minute to rant, pontificate, say whatever you want about data mesh. One minute, go. So again, I look at data mesh as something that's been going on for a while, right? That's really the federated st uh, 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 stewardship and providing people ownership, right? So now we've provided this new name that people don't understand what data mesh is. And I'm about simply making people say, it's about giving you a business product and giving you the ownership of the business product and the data associated with it. Data mesh is just a name. Simple, less than 30 seconds. I love that. Very, 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 very specific. All right. Takeaway time. Tim, TTT, Tim takes us away with takeaways. Go first, Tim. All right. Got so much notes. Well, hopefully my connection, my connection holds up here. Uh, so many good things. Um, uh, I think that you started off, Peter, by saying that we're still thinking about things in a technocentric way about data. Uh, and that uh, we, we are coming at it from this angle that we can control everything. We can control the world. And ultimately, one of the biggest takeaways you focused on was focusing on the business problem. What are you trying to solve? What are the use cases? Really listening to your business counterparts. Uh, otherwise, you run the risk of looking like you're the IRS. You're the tax man come to, to, to tell people what to do. And ultimately, people don't buy into that. People go around that. They avoid you like the plague. And that's not how you're going to create value data, right? Come in with these preconceived notions, and we need to dispel that and focus on business problems. You, you talked about being careful about the word enterprise, right? The second you're enterprise to it, it's like, oh, it's becoming too big now, right? Uh, can you do things smaller, more incremental, and really stay hyper-focused on making money, saving money? Uh, a mandate is not sustainable, you said, and the industry overall has a lot of PTSD from sort of this past iteration of very compliance and top-down oriented sort of uh, uh, management of data, right? Uh, you mentioned that it's not just about compliance. Uh, you mentioned that the business has to take ownership um, and uh, you know, either you and the business are in sync or something, either you need to adjust to get in sync or somebody doesn't know what's going on. And you have to try to make sure that people understand what's going on, get aligned. Um, and you talked about sort of how catalogs should be focused on helping you to make money and save money. Um, and I think that's really important for folks to realize that it's not just about, hey, I'm going to I'm going to take a you, you mentioned about like, don't just follow the best practices blindly. Don't just follow the frameworks blindly about why are you doing this? Why are you doing governance? Why do you want a catalog? Why do you want to implement this technology? Um, and together with Juan, y'all discussed about, hey, it's not just about data literacy, right? Teaching the business people data, but it's also about literacy, making sure that the data people can speak business. So, and so much more, but Juan, I'll hand it over to you. You tell us about your takeaways. No, we, we, I got so much stuff here. So one, we expose so much plumbing to the business. They don't care. 
right? How do we bridge more of the gaps with the business? We need to go listen, right? We, and, and we don't, we need to eliminate that preconceived notion that we have in it. We need to be comfortable saying, hey, what's in it for me? Um, you're interesting. You're not, I, I like that you said you're not a fan of the governance council. Rather, you prefer a stewardship model where you empower the business and partner with them. So work together to build trust. You want to have some guiding principles around that. Um, again, I like this notion of the IRS. Don't be the IRS, right? Uh, you, you need to be invited to the table. If you're part of the table because you're told to be there, whatever, like that's already a sign that you're not providing like very direct value in there. Um, don't need to solve the problem perfectly. Start, iterate, a minimal viable product. Embed yourself in the business, right? We really need to focus on the use cases and we need to be comfortable with failure in a controlled way, right? So if step five breaks, that's okay. Go back to step four and figure out the next thing. And a lot of the lack of business value that we're seeing is just lack of, it's just culture things that need to go change. So for example, you need to build a collaborative team with no, no hierarchy. Everyone is a peer and at least you get ideas and efforts from the different perspectives. Um, there, again, culture, there is no such thing as a stupid question. And, I, and we ended up talking about data quality, and it's a big driver of multidiscipline, uh, multi uh, but it can get lost because we spend so much time in the integration layers. Again, we spend so much time in the tech. Don't start from the tech perspective. Uh, and you're also saying that quality needs to be a, a discipline by itself. And at the end of the day, the quality, these always tie this. How is it making money? How is it saving money? How did we do? Uh, you articulated it way much better than my ranch could. <laughs> all right well to wrap up three questions what's your advice about data life second who should we invite next and third is what are the resources do you that you follow people blogs uh conferences uh podcasts whatever be fearless you're in an exciting age of data if you if you're following what is considered industry best practices question it we're not sheep we all need to think and say, think about what could happen a year, two years on. Just because somebody hasn't thought of it does not make, make it wrong. So really, I, I think people need to say, hey, I have a, a better idea. Let's vet it out. Not every idea is good. But I really want people to start thinking that maybe, the, maybe everything hasn't been invented. Right. And that's really the, the, uh, the mindset. Right. Remember, they said 100 years back, everything has been invented in data management, even approach in technology maybe have not been invented yet. So you, you got to uh, continue pushing the envelope. Love it. Be fearless. Push the envelope. Who should we invite next? I'm going to say, of course, he's going to kill me. And uh, my uh, my good friend, Russ LeBlanc from Walmart. And uh, he's the uh, director of data there. And uh, he is fantastic in data and an awesome cook which i am not <laughs> all right and finally what are the resources that you follow i actually do a lot of discussions with my peers and i uh, also with the business it's more it's not about reading i do a lot of reading but it's more about talking to people because i feel that if i am talking to people i realize I have not, maybe I don't have a complete picture. And uh, it makes me rethink what I have because it allows them to rethink uh, and not. I love this. And, I, and that last point, I've, the, 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 the pandemic for me has given me the opportunity to set up a bunch of one-on-ones with people who are like- I, I love the concept that. of one-on-ones and I encourage everybody, every relationship is a one-on-one. -on -one. 
as long as it's a safety to, uh, to say, I want people to question me. To me, some uh, uh, I got to be honest. My, in the past, I've, I've loved it. People have that. Hey, I remember uh, 12, 14 years back, when I asked him, what it, said, you pontificate too much. Since then, I said, you're right. I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> All right. Well, with this, uh, just a quick reminder for next week, we have Ergest Heblati, who is, this is a guy who I just discovered. I found him on LinkedIn and Twitter asking all these really the, the bold questions about data modeling. And we've met and he's such a cool guy and he's organizing a course on data modeling. He has a book about SQL patterns. I'm super excited to have that conversation with him because we need to go talk more about modeling about knowledge. So that's next week. And uh, with that, Peter, thank you so much. And as always, thanks to data.world. Thank I just want to say I love your excitement. Juan, when I met you a few years back, I said, you know, this guy's going to make knowledge graph exciting. It's and true. Thank you, Tim, for taking an hour off your vacation. Now go back to the pool and, uh, and, and, keep, and keep your time off. Enjoy your time off. I'm going to jump in that, the pool. It's been great, Peter. This was an amazing right, conversation. Tim. Thank you so much. Fantastic. Thanks also, a lot. Also, cheers. All right. Cheers.